0: Welcome to the Wandering Sun podcast. I am your host Eric Viatoro and for today's episode we're gonna do something new Uh, This is something that I've had in my mind for a while and today I just decided to give it a shot So we're trying a new concept that we're calling wandering through lyrics in which we're breaking down lyrics to some of our favorite Christian songs Now many of you guys don't know that back in high school, um, actually from like 14 to 19, let's say 20, 14 to 20, for five years, I my my first passion was music. I was writing music, I was producing music, and I was able to get even some records on the radio and and just some uh, some production credit. As well as I, I created uh, a couple of EPs that that you know did okay. Weren't I wasn't like popping out here, but It did something and it was an interesting time. I learned a lot. So, uh, this concept essentially stems from that love of music. Now, as I've come to accept Jesus in my life, that love just has transferred over to Christian music. And so, we'll be going through some of the theology found in some of these records as well as adding our own personal interpretations. Um, For this specific episode, I've invited my good friend. Uh, King of the Nations Church Young Adults Ministry Director, Juan Carlos Santos Jr. Uh, To start off, we're going to break down a song I wrote back when I was 17 years old. Uh, It is a bit embarrassing, but it's a song that God continued to bring back into my memory as I begin to get closer and closer to him. Uh, I wrote these lyrics eight years ago. And as I randomly recited them in the shower, I started to realize there was a lot of biblical references. And it's and it was weird because at the time I wasn't even reading the Bible. I, I was probably attending church every now and then. So, you know, some of that could have definitely soaked in, but I wasn't tapped in um, at least nowhere near as how I am now, you know. So so I just think this will be an interesting start and the fact that I have Carlos joining us, a man of God who's greatly impacted my walk with Jesus, you're just bound to get some wisdom. So I pray Holy Spirit speaks to your heart through this episode and I just really hope you enjoy it. So here you go. So I used to rap. That was part of my past. It was a great time I was 17 right be- right in high school right before I, w- I was going to college and I wrote this song called uh, let the syllables curve
1: uh, my God told me I should repent my sins and leave everything up to him you'll fix the within it
0: and this was in my time where I was like in my rapidity rap rap you know what I'm saying vibes and I was just trying to be like yeah trying to say something deep and I wrote this song and this song stuck with me this whole time this is the only song that I truly remember every single bar and God would just bring this song up in, in my walk like from this last year or at least this last two years of really surrendering to him he'll just continue to bring this song up and so I invited Carlos to help me break it down and I sent him the song so that he can tell me what am I saying because at the time that I wrote this song I know what I was saying. I had some idea, but it was just like it was whatever was coming out. And so, bro, is there if there's any questions that you may have as we're going through this, you can ask me. But I really kind of just want to let you go. And <laughs> then and
1: we're going to find your inner child here. Okay. We're going to find all the trauma <laughs> that was inside of you at the time, your mind state. <laughs>
0: Hey, basically, no, but you know that's the that's the power of of music too. With some of these artists, is like, um, and and this is why I, there's a special place. Uh, I have a special place, a special place in my heart for artists because I know that to be a writer, uh, to be a musician, you have to go deep. Like, if you're a really good writer, you have to go into those deep parts of your hearts to really put a message forward that can essentially
1: how can i say it it transports you like like you're like a good musician is able to transport you to their reality
0: right communicate it in a way that nobody else can communicate it and and really even say some things that you always wanted to say but didn't know how to say it Mm -hmm. And, and that's what a writer does right a communicator that's what they do and so let's do it man i'm gonna have the lyrics up on the screen right now if you're tuning in via Spotify. You can just listen or Spotify or Apple Music. If you want to see the lyrics, you can uh, check us out on YouTube. You'll be able to see it there, but you really don't need to see them. Um, also, also, just disclaimer.
1: He wasn't Our, saved at the time. I think that's a good disclaimer. You weren't saved. Yes. You didn't know Jesus. you yes. never been in church. You were yeah. a little hoodlum trying to rap. What was your rap name? Eric David. Eric, Eric David. I, Who's David, dog. bro? Is David like your... Um, so what's, that Beyonce, what's Beyonce's little name? Um yeah, her, her little stage name that she Shonda? No. Uh what? She has a stage name like a a, a, a that that's a, I'll, okay. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I'll, I'll I'll let you know.
0: David came from uh my dad wanted to uh, my mom wanted to name me David, Eric David, and then my dad was like no, your name is going to be Eric Isaac. And so, still biblical. We're still here.
1: It's Sasha like- Fierce. Sasha
0: Fierce oh yeah that's it yeah basically that's my Sasha (laughs) Fierce so let's go through these lyrics and then just tell me what you see man so first first bars are my god told me I should repent to my sins and leave everything up to him he'll fix the feelings within he'll show me the way and pull me away from all of your ignorance
1: yeah, you sound you sound like a Christian rapper. It, it, this is what's mind-blowing to me. It's like the language, right? The theology behind yeah. what you're saying. I my God, right, told me I should repent. First thing Jesus says is when he comes to earth is, yo, repent, for the kingdom of God is here, right? My God told me I should repent. Repent meaning turn away from the way you live, the way you think, because there's something better has come, right? There's something that that's been separating you remove yourself from it, turn to what brings you closer to God. And like, for you to not know God and write, my God told me, mm. I think it, it just, I think every Christian doesn't necessarily get saved that moment. Right. I think, I think, I think it's deeper than that. I think it's not, you know, when, when the preacher made the altar call and you said yes to Jesus, I don't think it started there. I think everyone could look back at their life and be like, yo, God was working in me a little yeah. bit here, a little bit there. Like I knew that was him that day. Right. Like everyone has a story of, man, I, I was about to get in trouble. I was about to die or something. And I, and I prayed, I was like, God, if you save me from this, I'll serve you. Right. And then we never serve him. Um, but he came through that day. Right. And and the, like, that's what it reminds me of. I'm just like, bro, like God was already working, speaking through you and you, may have had a faint idea but you didn't know the full extent of what he was doing it was like you were you were speaking life over yourself without knowing that it was god orchestrating those words and those feelings yeah. or those thoughts in you yeah um, but it's it's biblical man my god told me i should repent of my sins and leave everything up to him that's that's not the gospel he'll fix the feelings within right he gives you a new heart He'll show you the way. He is the truth, the way, and the life. Ooh. He'll pull me away fr- from all of your ignorance, right? Renew your mind. Do not be conformed to the world, right? Because mm. the world doesn't even know what they're talking about. It's just is deep. I think if you were a Christian rapper, you would still keep this uh, <laughs> this verse.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. Um, you know, like the way we know that that before, uh, it was called the gospel, right? It was called the way. Mm-hmm. And so even little things like that, when I look back at it and even having the conversation right now, I'm like,
1: what? It's crazy, right? Back in the day, they had marketing. They were like, you know what? The way is that <laughs> it doesn't sound too so good. Let's call it Christianity. Right. Because, <laughs> because right. they were, that's just smart marketing, Right they were calling themselves the way people who were persecuting them was calling them Christians. Yeah. So they were like, Hey, Christians has more fame already. Let's just stick to that name. Right. It markets better. (laughs) Boom, bro. Christians innovators. We take the bad into the good.
0: All right, let's, let's keep it going. This is a continuation of the, the last lyric. So, He'll show me the way and pull me away from all of your ignorance. But see, the picture is way complicated. Your mind needs to get upgraded, get your soul resuscitated. That
1: bullsh, you celebrated. I think the world has a way of thinking things work, right? The world's wisdom, right? I work hard. I save. uh, I'm good morally, right? And I'll be successful, right? It's way more complicated than that because you're not you're is like there's many realities available and you're just living from one and to think that's it is like very ignorant and so when you come into the gospel when you when you find out hey there is a omnipresent all-knowing all-creating god who created us right who exists forever who loves us right you begin to say wait there's something more complicated than my daily nine to five um and the only way that you're going to be able to really truly understand that is to get the mind of christ right paul was just Mm -hmm. like yo uh who could know the mind of god and he's like you can because you believe in him so now you have the mind of christ but before jesus the, the question was who who are you to know like to know the the mind of christ like like, you don't know his ways. Your His ways are, are higher than your ways, right? So, so we didn't have access to that, but now we do. It's just deeper. And when it says your soul resuscitated, it's just like, bro, how many times have we done drugs? How many times have we... Drank alcohol. How many times have we watched porn? How many times have we been in entanglements, right? Uh, or searching for something to satisfy our soul, but our soul is always like dehydrated, if you would. It's always like, I want more, I need more, and it's not satisfying, right? You come into the kingdom, you come into Jesus. It's just like, bro, like this is what I was looking for. This, right. this is the piece of the puzzle that fits. And and what we do. As humanities because we're so broken, when we get a taste of something that satisfies momentarily we we celebrate it why because it's just like crap, I feel full now right yeah, right so we throw the parties we, we we you know we do all those things, we celebrate this moment of not feeling empty yeah, like
0: we made it, we got money, we got we money. made it yeah uh
1: man paul Paul said, yo, I count all the things that I did trash. Right. right i count i count I, i'm ashamed of all the accomplishments I had before and my man was accomplished he was rich he was smart he was well well spoken he was well regarded like he had power money uh, authority and he was like yo that was all that was all dumb yeah it was it was complete trash for what i know now um and I think that's the beauty of the kingdom is that everyone has the access to know what what what's more right yeah now. And it's usually and this is the other part that I love is that that is the part that, that always gets me is that God cho- chooses the foolish things to shame the wise. So it's like it's the person who has enough foolishness in them to believe that there is a God, to believe that there is a better and to try to go get it. The ones that receive it mm-hmm. is not the ones that that think, oh, I already know everything that receive it. It's the ones that are like, yo, maybe there is. Or maybe maybe there is something more than this quick fix or this this moment or this success that I find on Earth. Yeah. Um, so call me a fool for Christ, but my soul is uh, resuscitated. That's good. All right.
0: So get your soul resuscitated. That this this line right here, that bullsh you celebrated, goes with the next lines, which is uh, created by a mind that's using crime to simply rhyme. And now it's fine because the youth doesn't even analyze what's televised booty simply to please the eyes. What did you get from that?
1: You know how sometimes we speak without really knowing the, the weight of what we're saying. I yeah. think, I think that's what's happening here. And that's what happens all the time. Like Christian or not, like the, the power of life and death is in the tongue. Right. Right. So whether you're speaking life or you're speaking death, it's coming out of somewhere and it's doing something. So the, the, the power of music is that when, when you begin speaking um, from a worldly perspective, it's yeah. going into the world, right? And what starts movements is that people recognize what you're saying. And, and and personify it and say this is me, this is what I'm going through, and then they start announcing it, right? And now you have a whole group of people, right, reciting these lyrics that are speaking yeah. about a movement of the world or of darkness, and that is just manifesting itself like through everything, through culture. Yeah. And most of the time, right, the artist, whether they know it or whether it's unbeknownst to them. They're they're doing this. They're they're changing culture, they're changing mentalities, they're changing home lives, they're changing all of these things based on their lyrics. And maybe the lyrics are even from like what they have experienced, but it carries a weight. Yeah. Every 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 influencer carries a weight. Um, and the more influence they have, the more the change they bring about. So yeah. When you talk about the money, what do kids want? They want the money. When you talk about the drugs, what do kids want? The drugs. When you talk about fat butts. What do the girls want? Fat butts. What do the guys look at? Fat butts, right? Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's, it's powerful. It's more powerful than what people think.
0: Now, this is one of my favorite parts. Um, I said, the devil thinks that I am weak, so he predicts that I'm going to fall in an abyss and join the list with all the kids who are chosen to be the next ones, the best ones. Ironically, because I believe I'm one of the blessed ones.
1: Are saying a whole lot? That's uh, a lot. In the world, right, a, what's a win? A win is when you make it. A win is when you become famous. A win is when you have fame, entourage, money, um, all these things that people calculate as success. You call it a win. You call it that you're the best one, right? And the the job messed up thing is that when you become one of those best ones, right, it's like you're so saturated in... in most of the time, right? Not everyone, but most of the time, you're so saturated in in these chains that the enemy has used, right? And maneuvered you into to think that, man, you've made it. This is great. Like the, all your hard work is paying off. But what you don't know is that you're chained up to your job. You're chained up to the mentality. You're chained up to what you define as happiness, success, wealth, right? You're chained up to all these things. And, and, and within you, you feel the success, right? And you're like, I'm great, but this is, this is what I want people to recognize. You're still empty.
0: Mm.
1: You're still empty. And, and so I think it's really important to analyze, right? If you are a successful person and you think you have made it, why, do you, why is there still something missing? Right. Because if you could get to the root of what is still missing, if I have the success or I have the girlfriend, boyfriend, I have the job, I have whatever you claim as successful, why are you
0: still empty? That's good. So ironically, because I believe I'm one of the blessed ones, but the blessed ones are supposed to be with God. At least that's what I was taught. But why the ones that are blessed with this music usually are caught up in the mix and attract the problems that are hard to fix. I visualize the crucifix. Some of my peers with bloody fists. So just to clarify before I let you go on here, um, I didn't know what crucifix meant. <laughs> um uh also uh the intent behind this was i was looking at musicians right and the ones that made it and you just talked about this right like you get to this pedestal you get to this level and you've made it you considered according to society you're good right you're blessed what you got that great job? You're blessed. What you got all that money? You're blessed. Like you got that big house? You're blessed, bro. And I was like, but why the ones that are blessed with this music, right? Which is some of the people that we see have the most money or have the most influence. I said are usually are caught. They're the ones that are caught up in like one some of the biggest problems: drug addiction, women addiction, um, money addiction, right? Um, and we see so many artists die so many artists fall like horribly right and that's what was going through my mind i was like man i feel like i'm blessed in a sense of like uh, i have like understanding but and and i'm i'm good at what i do but why if why musicians that are good at what they do why are they falling so hard why why is this not working for them why are they dying um and then I said I visualized the crucifix. Some of my peers with bloody fists. I don't even know what that.
1: I don't it know. just rhymed. I think that was a good rhyme. Yeah,
0: I was just like whatever. But did you get anything from from this part?
1: I think this would have been like one of those things where I would analyze you, right? Because what it seems like is you're in this this tension, this battle between um, being like caught up in in the lust of the flesh, it, in other words, like the things of the world versus right. What I believe it's your mama who planted these seeds of Jesus of the gospel. So it's like these seeds that she planted are now battling what with what everything else that the world has taught you. And so you're just like you're 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 in that place where like wait, this is telling me this thing, but there's these things that I was taught that are ingrained in me that really took a hold that I didn't really necessarily knew took a hold on me. And I think that's the battle that you're like wait. This is telling me this is truth. And then this is telling me this is truth. Blessed are the ones who are with God, right? Who, who love the Lord. But the world tells me blessed is the one who has the money, the fame. and the, So what it, what's worth more? Being known by God or being known by the world. And there's this mm. tension. Yeah. And then you want to rhyme it. So you put crucifix and bloody fists. <laughs> so,
0: but then I looked up crucifix. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's Jesus. Crucified all right, cool, that, that's cool. And we just went with it. But, you know, I, I think even the aspect of visualizing, visualizing that image and really like now as a, as a Christian and um, I'm trying to have a greater understanding of that, of what I just said that, of what I said there, visualizing the crucifix, what does that mean? You know, what does that sacrifice, what does that cross really mean? Um, And so when I think back at those lyrics, I'm like, man, that's something I really need to do and understand and and,
1: and really grasp because I I don't get it yet. Mm, I get it. I mean, I get (laughs) get it. I get get it. I get I get how you don't get it. Um, Yeah. Think about it like this. Right. Right. Picture the crucifix. Picture a cross. Yeah. Uh, Picture Jesus on it, right? Bloodied up, gushing nails through the hand, through the through the ankles and whatnot. Yeah. They're just being mocked, spit on, feeling the weight of guilt and sin, knowing that he that God doesn't approve of him. Because on the on the cross, while being tortured, while knowing he was going to die, he knew God didn't approve of him. So he knew he would have to go to hell. That's crazy, right? Jesus knew that he was in in a place where he would no longer be in relationship with God, who is good, because of the weight of the sin that he was carrying for us. And he knew that it was just like moments away from him being there in that place. Um, Now, picture you looking at him right at that cross feeling that knowing that now switch it though, put yourself there because that's where you were. that's what you are supposed to be. You were the one supposed to get beat, tortured, right. Yeah. And die because of your own sins. But here comes God who loved the world, who loves you so much that he was just like, I'll take on his punishment so that he could have my reward. I'll take on his, his lust I'll take on his, his idolatry I'll take on his, his anger his, his bitterness I'll take that on I'll suffer the punishment that it deserves so that what he could have is good relationship or good standing with a holy God mm. and that's what the cross is all about it's just like yo he took it he took what I deserved mm.
0: that's good I'm gonna play that back <laughs> He no, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's deep man See, yeah. it's, it's it's really deep and I've been learning recently that um, really understanding that and I, I love that you just broke it down because it's just so easy you know like you, you're breaking down in a way where we can go from there and really go deep right it's important it's important to understand why, why Jesus did that and so thank you <laughs> keep it going I said but I'm praying I'm praying for the life we got convicted with well, let's start. Let's stop there. <laughs> Praying for the life we got convicted with. What? What? Because I, I didn't even know what like con, I didn't know what conviction was at the time. I knew convicted means you you were um, uh, uh, you committed you committed a, uh, 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 some evil doing. You committed you broke the law and you got convicted. Right, but I didn't know what conviction meant. Right, so.
1: Uh, but I'm. Praying for the life we got convicted with. Is that uh, right? Was that wrong? I, I mean, it sounds like you're saying like, like you got dealt this certain hand and now you're talking to God about it.
0: <laughs> hmm.
1: um,
0: but now don't you think we as, cause we're born into sin. Mm-hmm. Isn't that a death sentence essentially? Mm-hmm. So you, so you, it's could you say you are convicted?
1: Oh yeah. We're, well, we're not, con- we're condemned. 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 Ah, okay. The condemned. Um, oh, there is, we go. Is, is, is a person who is waiting for his sentence to be executed. Right. Um, it's okay. like, it's like they sent me away for 30 years. And at those 30 years, I'm going to be on death row. Cause they're going to kill me. So I'm condemned to death. Um, so what happened was, right, everyone is, con- the world is condemned to death, right? Because of our sins, because of, mm. you know, all of those things. And so pretty much think about it. Jesus comes on the scene and it's just like, yo, stop the sentencing, right? Instead of this person being condemned or being sent to death or s- sent to hell, I'll take his place. That's why they call him the lawyer, right? <laughs> They call him a lawyer because he was just like, yo, 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 stop this. Stop this nonsense right now. I've come yeah. to, I've come to, to save. I've come to take, take the weight of your sin and your wrongdoings on myself. Yeah. Um, so,
0: so it's kind of sad. We don't condone having some innocence. I think that's very self-explanatory, right? It's mm-hmm. like, it's just not a popular thing.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Even to be a follower of Christ, you know, like, to do the right thing, and that's not a popular thing. This is just me rhyming here. Um,
1: Remembering the ghetto story. story.
0: <laughs> How it ends with a shot through the chest, a bunch of guests where... It's a nice rhyme. With a bunch of guests where we're in black in the back, we see the mama crying, dying inside. That's why I'm very thankful because I'm standing alive. That's why I'm choosing wisely people that stand around me. Let's look at this, though. That's why I'm very thankful because I'm standing alive. That's why I'm choosing wisely people that stand around me. Let's just break it down as as far as like obviously it's self-explanatory, but why is it so important to have good people around you, even as a Christian?
1: Um, I forget. I think it's Paul or it's a proverb. And it's just like, don't be, don't be confused. Uh, bad company ruins good morals. Right. And this is the saying. I mean, it's a, it's a saying that's all throughout the, the world, right? Like uh, birds of a feather fly together or yeah. I'm like that. It matters who you around with you get me, it matters who's speaking into your life. It matters because if five of the homies are all gangbangers, best believe I'm a, I'm a gang gangbanger, right? If, yeah. if five of the homies are smoking weed, best believe I'm selling the weed. If you know, if five of the homies are going to church and praising God, best believe I'm going to be praising God or if five of the homies go to church, but still live their own life. Best believe I'll probably live my own life. Still yeah. faking, faking it. Right. Um, so it matters. It matters who you're around with. Um, Iron sharpens iron um, is another one is it's like, yo, if, if my, my peoples are successful, most likely I'm going to be successful uh, because they'll challenge me. They care about me. They'll, they'll point me in the right direction. They'll put me in the right rooms. Right. They'll mention yeah. me in, when, in certain conversations. Um, so it matters who you're around with.
0: Cool um all of this is just nonsense um um, now right here (laughs) though first of all who is on salad look man this was me trying to be clever this is supposed to be like uncle sam and i was just like oh Oh. it was just okay every time i listen to this song that's the line that i'm like why bro you just couldn't find anything else to rhyme with all right i don't know maybe there is something here maybe not but i used to say like you know you shouldn't smoke you shouldn't drink Um, You shouldn't do these things. And then literally right after I wrote this, I wasn't doing none of that stuff in in this point. I was 17. I wasn't drinking. I wasn't smoking. I wasn't. Yeah. And then right after is when it happened.
1: That's weird. Yeah. Like literally
0: right after this is when that began. I think that was just just an an internal, again, one of those internal battles where it's like, Am I gonna do what I'm telling people not to do? Is that where I'm going?
1: Oh yeah, I can see you that.
0: Um, and so yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. I don't think there's uh, uh, okay, pretty okay. much it. It was much more like the first part. Cool. Thank you for listening to the Wandering and Sun podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to connect with us, please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at The Wandering Sun. And if you have any words of encouragement or testimony you would like to share with us, please visit thewanderingsun.com and leave us a message. Also, if you have any prayer requests, if you need help, if you need community, message us at thewanderingsun.com and we'll try our best to help you. I pray God continues to bless and protect you and we'll
1: catch you on the next episode.